Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Quite a rare occasion for me, uh, as always, to have a, a guest on. Um, but I thought it would be fantastic to get one of my one of my own clients, Jade, uh, on the podcast to talk a little bit about competing abroad. Because if you haven't been following me, uh, Jade did incredibly well last year. Um, so I thought it would be a, a good opportunity for anyone, any bikini girls out there listening who are maybe thinking about competing abroad, uh, you've competed in the UK, you want to know the differences, Jade's here to tell you all about it. But hey, less about me, um, more about you, Jade. Jade, how long have we been working together for now? Uh, it's probably coming up to two years now. I think I joined with you in July after my first season. You did. You did uh, the show in the tent outside, right? The first one after lockdown? Is that, was that right? Yeah, yeah the 9th of May, I did it on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... The reason, I, the reason I know this, and if coaches listen, we all do this. You get an inquiry, you first thing you do, Instagram, boom, 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 Jade Fraser, right? And I see you posted that photo of you on stage. Mm-hmm. I thought, I recognise her. And I think I recognise you from just like, I want, it wasn't backstage. It was just a different part of the tent. <laughs> if, yeah, because you, you had, I think you had Molly in that show. I had Molly in that show. Molly, uh, yeah. Molly is uh, one of the OGs from back in the day. Um, yeah, long story short, you joined on board pretty much, was it a month or two after? Yeah, so around about that. With the aim of um, competing the year after, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how did you how did you go on that first show? I think I placed third in juniors. But yeah. I think that was I think that was by default. I think that, it was just the three of us. That is a uh, something to note as well that Jade's junior. If anyone out there at the end of this podcast, Jade's Instagram, go on, you'll you'll see it's mental. She was junior last year and you're still you're still a junior still junior next year. Yeah, still be a junior next year, but that'll be my last year. Yeah, which is nuts. Um do you want to tell the listeners how you got on last year in your competitive season? Yeah, so last year I think I got was it two second places, two third places, and a fifth place. Um, so the two seconds were in the Fit X show. Um, oh, <laughs> one was in bikini trained, and one was in women's physique. <laughs> was it? Was it not? Um, athletic figure. Or was oh, it? it could have been. I think, it, but I think it was women's physique. That's uh, okay. I'll tell that story after, but keep keep yeah. going with the results. What else did you um, And then the first show that we did was the the two bros. That was the regional. So I got third third place in that. Um, and then I think we went to France. France after that, was it? I got so third there went, and then it, it was Poland. It went um, two bros regional. Mm-hmm. Then France. Lille. Warsaw. And Poland, Yeah. yeah. Right now, if <laughs> I can't believe, I still can't believe the story. I know. <laughs> so I was out on a having a picnic. Right, I couldn't be at Jade's show because I was going down to a, a different show. Um, Jade was doing FedEx show in somewhere in England. I was going to show in Newcastle, and I had three clients in one, and you were competing the other. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. Um, I'm going to close my window. I'm sitting there watching on live stream. You and Junior Bikini. And I see the stage announcer is just speaking to you, speaking to you, speaking to you, speaking to you. I think, fuck, they're going to move her up. But it wasn't one of bad thing in my eyes. So I was like, okay, they're going to move her up. They're going to move up to Athletic Bikini. But when I just heard the words, 
we're going to move up to athletic figure. I was like, what? <laughs> I was just shocked. <laughs> well, right, but I'm sitting there going, right, there's there's different criteria, right? Junior bikini, bikini, athletic bikini or trade, whatever you want to call it, tone figure, athletic figure, trained figure. That's like five, six classes they moved you up. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, how did it feel for you? I, I was just shocked. Like, I did, like, I had to go backstage. I had, like, 10 minutes to learn, like, the new yeah. pose are in. It was, yeah. it was well, an like, experience. I was so angry at the time. I still remember, like, Ron, I'll tell you, we were on, I was fucking raging. Mm-hmm. Now, so Jade phones me, and because you didn't know I was watching a live stream, because Kate had, mm-hmm. uh, my old client Kate had uh, FaceTimed me. So when you phoned me, I picked up and I was like, I know, I know what's happened. And I'm trying to explain to you, no way you're doing that. Go do athletic bikini. Yeah. And then Darren, given his due, he's the proprietor for FitX. Um, he, I heard him and he went, is that Vaughn? You said, yeah. And he went, Get, pass the phone here. So he comes on and I was just like, you, you can't do that. I was like, she's a bikini girl. <laughs> like she's waiting <laughs> to be a broad two years in bikini. He's like, oh yeah, you know, like the judge's name. Went, yeah, you got to trust her. I went bollocks. I'm not sure that's. Let, I've not put anyone in fix since. Just, just saying, right? Um. Mm. Anyway, you know, given the due, they let you do athletic bikini, and then you know, they let you do train figure, which you came second in. Which, yeah, that anyway, that's a different experience. Um. I know. I looked so small compared <laughs> like, to the like, other girls. When you sent me the when you sent me the photos, I was like, cool. You look like a bikini girl doing figure poses. Yeah. That's, don't look like a figure. Don't look like an, an, a trained figure girl. Um, because there's like, like trained figure girls are like very, very striated, very hard, very muscular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for as much as you were jacked and I suppose popping and pretty veiny, you were, you're athletic bikini. And that's maybe something yeah. the route we're going to go down next year. But um, if you were to have a think about how it felt to, let's just crack right on. Felt like how it was competing in the UK in two bros, mm-hmm. you know, how did that feel versus going abroad? Like, have you taken consideration, were you more stressed, less stressed, at ease, or what's the main differences? Um, I think at both both shows I was kind of at ease because I had you there for for both the UK and um the abroad shows. But um I think when I went abroad, I probably put a bit more pressure on myself just because I knew it was kind of a higher standard that I was going up against. Yeah. Um, I think especially in that that last show in Poland, you saw me get in my head just a, just a little bit. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I could, I could, I could tell that story, but um, mm-hmm. I guess for me, like sitting in a crowd, I saw a very um, quite apparent difference in the judging criteria. Mm-hmm. in the UK versus abroad. And, and I did a podcast on it. Not in a derogatory way, just what they were looking for. Did you feel did you feel that on stage as well? Or did you think did you felt the standard was higher? I feel like this the standard was was definitely higher. But I, I do feel at the time the UK show what they were looking for was definitely a, a different look. But I guess it's it depends, like, who's there on the day. And, like, you know, the majority were a little bit softer than, 
than I was. So I think they kind of favoured that. Because I have seen other other shows since where they have gone for a more harder look. Have. So it, it just, it was it depends. like, it was frustrating at the time because I'd like to think that I know the criteria really well. And for those of you that don't know, um, one of my good friends, it's a coach, Rob, Team LRF, um, he's kind of taking a bit of a backseat now, but um, was by far the uh, the leading UK um, for bikini results in the UK, right? Messages me. He's at he's at the, he's at the front of the auditorium. I'm at the rear, um, sitting beside Jay's mum, and uh, <laughs> he texts me just straight away when you came out. He went, "Your girl looks great. She should win this class." And I messaged back saying, "I know, <laughs> I know, right." Now, bikini's not all about having a glam tie-in, but you were the leanest by far. Maybe we could say, like, right, a bit too vascular, pumping the delts up, but I still don't think that detracts from the the win you should have got. However, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I felt sitting in the crowd abroad, like all the girls had their glam tie-in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like in the UK, you're like, right, one of them does. And the rest of them don't. So as you just said, they favour a little bit of a softer look. Mm-hmm. And what what I saw in Lille was like the top three of you had your glam tie in, and the three that didn't place didn't. Mm-hmm. So that was rewarded. So from a coach perspective, like I remember after Lille, I was like, I get it now. Like I get what they want abroad. You know, I mean, it was quite interesting versus the UK, and I think that that determines maybe what we do next year, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. We we pick a regional that we either don't give a fuck about the result, mm-hmm. we have to do it to go abroad, um, or we go into that regional a bit softer, like six weeks out, eight weeks, <laughs> eight weeks out maybe <laughs> from the from the one abroad. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's again neither here, here nor there, but. Did you feel like, you know, backstage in the UK, obviously, we're all speaking English and, and whatnot, and it's maybe more of a relaxed atmosphere. Was that was that different when you were on your own? And obviously, there's you know, different languages and whatnot backstage, or was it you kind of just in your own little jade world? Uh, so both um, France and Poland, I, I knew two girls from the UK competing, so we kind of just chatted backstage, so... It wasn't it wasn't too bad, but yeah, I think when I went to um registration, that was a bit more difficult because no one no one really spoke any English, so there was just that little little bit of a barrier. So it was just kind of kept myself to myself. Yeah, and and what would you say then? Like if you were if you were going back to do it all again for the first time, do you think you'd do anything differently based on what you learned? And maybe obviously you could some some girl out there listening go go abroad. She wants to know maybe with things that you would have done differently if you could look back in hindsight. I think what I would have done differently is probably stayed a lot closer to the venue. Um, you know, like walkable kind of distance. I think both times it was kind of Uber there and back, which kind of like took a bit of time. And then you had to consider like how long the Ubers take to pick it up. Sometimes they don't pick it up. So that can like add a little bit of stress. Um, so yeah, I would definitely be a little bit more closer to the to the venue. Now I still remember in so in Lille, I am an 
I'm not lazy out with bodybuilding, but I'm just going to use the word lazy. So I I just booked the hotel that was the closest to the venue, right? So I, I went along because you were with your mom and you were in your makeup and stuff or hair or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I remember being like, I'll go find out how the show's running. And I was like, cool, Jade, like, I'll meet you here at this time. That time came and went. And you were like, yeah, I'm just back at the apartment. Just like, let us know we need to be there. I was like, no. <laughs> like, the, show, <laughs> the show's going to quite get here. And there was a little bit of stress I could feel from your end on whether you thought you would make it in time. Now, you were always going to, right? Yeah. So I think that's a good point that you you said that there you change. I think that from a coaching perspective, I would encourage people to book it close closer than you were. And yeah. but I think the main thing that people need to be aware of is the cost, and that's obviously why you maybe went for the Airbnb instead, right? Um, for the Airbnb, it wasn't necessarily the cost. It was just. I find Airbnb quite hard to, to navigate. So I think I'd assumed it was a little bit closer than what it actually was. And then in the actual surrounding area, it was more hotels than Airbnbs that you you could book that was closer. Um, and of course I needed like the fridge and the cooker, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's why I went with the, with the Airbnb. Yeah. And it was, um, it was fine. Because I, well, I was able to get to you and do check-ins. Did you think that, mm-hmm. like, if I wasn't there, if for if a if a coach is, um, if an athlete's coach is not there, a, particularly abroad, would that would you be more stressed than you would be if that was in the UK and the coach wasn't there? Um, or the same? No, I think I would just be the same because, like, you know, you're you're always on it, um. So it would just be like a case of still sending through the photos you still reply in so I think I would still feel kind of the same but I mean it is always handy having the coach there yeah 100% I just think that there might be a a lot of when you talk about the the pressure I suppose that pressure was you're putting on yourself right yeah going abroad that's not it wasn't by me or anything like that but you maybe felt that because it was a big deal you're spending a lot of money I just Mm -hmm. think for anyone out there if if their coach is able to make it, for me, it was a big learning curve to to determine, like, right, this is exactly what NPC, IFBB want in Europe abroad. Um, but I think it would be super beneficial for the athlete to have their coach there because, you know, you're a stressful person at the, at the best of times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that having someone there to just be like, straight away to be like, you look good. I'd be like, right, go eat this now and just chill out would be would be what my recommendation would be to any coach to think about having an athlete go abroad. Um, when it comes to other considerations, what do you think about flight times and all that? Because some people out there haven't even thought. They're just like, oh, I'll just get the flight the day before. You know, when when if you could go back, would you go a bit earlier? Would you go the same days? or? I would go the same. So I, for all the competitions, I would always go down a few days earlier. Just one, you can kind of, get your bearings a bit like to get all your shopping and stuff sorted and then also like the registrations always like the day sometimes two days before depending on which show that you do um and depending on where about abroad you go you might hold water retention from the flight so you've got to take that into consideration too so like allow that to drop off um and that was where like you went 
so the show was on, I think Lille was a Saturday. I want to say Poland was a Sunday, is that right? Or was they both Saturdays? I think Lille was the Sunday and Poland was the Saturday. Okay. Maybe, yeah, so you you kind of went if the show was on the Saturday, you were there. You were kind of there for the Wednesday night, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, whereas I came, I arrived like the Friday night the dinner the day before the yeah. show. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember getting to the the hotel, trying to speak like standard grade French to the receptionist, <laughs> and then eating and then coming to your check in because. I was going to say you were getting tanned, but you weren't. I guess we, that's one thing we could talk about as well. What's the tanning like in the UK versus tanning mm. abroad? What differences are there? Yeah, so in the UK, when you go to registration, they'll do your first kind of coat of tan, um, and then the next day you'll get your top coat. But abroad, they do both top and bottom coat the day, well, the morning of the show. So that was definitely different. Um, but thinking about it, I actually kind of prefer the way that it, they do it abroad. There's less kind of opportunity, you know, to to market. You know, if you pee down your leg, or you know, some people sleep with their face on their hand, make marks and stuff. So, yeah, I actually kind of prefer it. Thinking about it now, but interesting you say that now because I remember as we were getting it, uh, you know, the night before, we mm. were both like, "What do you mean it's two coats tomorrow? What do you mean this isn't how you do it?" Like, and you went yeah. down and you got one the night before, didn't you? Yeah. But that was the first the first time out of all my competitions where I'd actually messed up my tan quite bad. Yeah. So big um, big huge P mark down the leg. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was more so, I think. Um yeah. that's different. There was one other thing that I wanted you to point out as well, and maybe you've forgotten. Mm-hmm. What were the tanners like? Oh yeah. So for the the show in Warsaw, they were male tanners. They yeah. weren't they weren't female. And Which, I know that it's the same for some of the Spain shows as well. Yeah. Um, How did, as a female, mm-hmm. did you feel more uncomfortable with that? Were you like, were you not bothered, or you know, how did that feel versus getting time from a female in the UK? I I did feel a bit uncomfortable, um, but then I suppose once you've kind of stripped off in front of heaps of people, it doesn't really necessarily matter too much. But yeah. it, it was a shock. I didn't expect it. Yeah. And for those of you that have never been to a bodybuilding show, nudity is something that's very, very normal, isn't it? And yeah. <laughs> the example I'll give is Jade's in Warsaw, and we're in a, we're, we're backstage. However, backstage was just a big basketball hall, huge, huge hall. And we're sitting in the middle of this hall, and all of a sudden on our right comes this totally jacked, um, figure girl strips bolt naked just close off and i think her husband or someone just starts start tying her so i'm like that looking the other way like the opposite way five minutes later so we still got girl butt butt naked on our right on our left same thing (laughs) happens and i was just like i don't know where to go i just i just had to leave (laughs) it's just just so normal (laughs) just 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 boobs everywhere you know what i mean and then guys just walking about with socks on, you know what I mean? Sock covering their bits, not actually on their feet. Um, but it's very normal. But I, I think that a lot of women maybe might not be really comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You you actually did your own tan for your first 
show uh, in the UK in the UK for that tubo yeah. show. Remember, um, so maybe some girls might want to do that. Do you have any tips for girls? Maybe think about doing their own tan so they don't mess up if they're too uncomfortable with the guys doing it. Yeah, I would definitely have a look on the Compact website. Jasmine, who runs that, she's got up a video how to do your base coat um, and then apply your top coat pretty much just the same. She's got lots of information about that. So we definitely, definitely go there. But make sure you do your skin prep really well because I think it was for the Fit X show after that. Remember, I tried to do my base coat again and for some reason it just went really patchy. I think it maybe exfoliated too much and it kind of aggravated some of the areas. So again, that's something to take into consideration. So I'm sitting here as a guy non long going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't got a fucking clue what you mean. Cause I don't do any prep <laughs> skin prep from our shows. I think from a guy's perspective, we neglect that. Um Yeah, and it always still turns out seamless for you somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, somehow. Um but I guess I guess I suppose the longer that people do this, whether they choose to do their own tan or they get tanned by males, like it just becomes routine, doesn't it? And this is why I think competing abroad for as much as it seems like a big thing, you probably agree with me that like it's not that big of a deal. No. It's it's not much different in the UK bar the fact that You're in a different country. <laughs> paying a lot more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you go for your post show with Mickey D's the you know the person went to the tell was French. Well, you didn't go for one, I did. Um yeah. <laughs> but it was a a huge learning curve for me and I think that'll take a lot of lessons lessons from it. Do you mm-hmm. think um you know next year for anyone anyone that's sitting there thinking oh I want to follow Jade's journey, you're gonna compete abroad next year or are you gonna stay in the UK? What are you thinking? No, definitely um abroad. So like you said, just the UK regional and then I want to kind of do a, a run of shows abroad. So I just need to kind of strategically plan it out for all the flights and stuff. Is it more to do with the look that they want abroad that appeals to you? Or is it just yeah. that you... Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely more the week. Yeah. I think in the UK, though, you could definitely fit in like that sort of athletic or trained sort of bikini look. Mm-hmm. Uh, although last season, when I suggested that you totally were like, absolutely not yeah then, I was just against it but I think now I would definitely try like the PCA show next year like you said um yeah. I think it I think it's 100% a, a good idea and the thing is you could compete in PCA love it and then I could be like Jade's PCA shows abroad oh yeah of course you know um yeah. you also then got the PCA universe and then PCA pro cards and then they all they they pay for their pros to go to go abroad. But I suppose mm-hmm. one thing that we can maybe touch on is um your training because your training is a bit different now than than it was going into the actual regions themselves. Mm-hmm. What's different about your training? So I've gone from training five days a week down to four. Um and we've I think we halved my my delt volume um now I've only got two quad exercises in and it's mainly glute focused with some shoulders yeah and hamstrings how did you um how did you feel like because I, I found it quite tough when I dropped from five days to four we we anxious about that hesitant are we all yeah I, I felt quite anxious about dropping that extra day but I have to say like now that I've been doing it for so long 
I actually prefer doing the four days. I feel like my recovery is better. My, the connection that I'm feeling in my muscles is better. Um, I'm stronger. So I definitely do prefer the four the four days. I'm sitting here nodding because I was exactly the same. I had so, like, I didn't want to do it. And then when I dropped, I was like, holy shit, this is the strongest I've ever been. Mm -hmm. It's the best I've ever felt. But I think we can often get tied into, like, oh, well, it's over seven days and I need to train five. And if I don't train five, then I'm, you know, I'm fucking weak. Because yeah, it's like that more is more sort of mentality, but sometimes less yeah. is more. Absolutely. So... If um, someone out there didn't know what the Bikini Cryoteria Abroad is, do you think you'd be able to just rattle off and tell them what it is right now? Um, so they're, they're looking for quite that, the capped adults, obviously, like defined glutes for that glute ham tie-in, but they're looking for that really tiny waist. And that's yeah. not something that I've genetically got, so I think that's where I've got to bring up my glutes a lot more give me that better proportion um, and make my waist look a bit smaller. Yeah. Nail nailed it. The one thing that we learned was that before Leo, loads and loads of lateral raises. <clears throat> but what did that lead to? My delts overpowering my glutes. Yeah. The feedback was that they could see some striations. Yeah. Some, uh, some separations. So you didn't pump your delts thereafter, did you? No, not not after that. It was just a, a, a small pump. So I'm quite a vascular person as well. So all the veins come out. <laughs> and, yeah. But I think I think that's an important note um, to point out is that as a bikini girl, the only thing that you you know judging criteria is looking at is your glutes and your delts, right? Mm -hmm. So so many girls pump them them really hard, and until that point, I'd never really thought about that. Never mm -hmm. thought, never, never thought about you know like oh my god bit too pumped, bit too much veins and whatnot. So it was really, really interesting. But if we were to go through your um sort of emotions and your mental state throughout prep, how did you feel within yourself as prep went on? Did you feel that maybe, you know, the pressure got to you a bit too much, too hard on yourself by that last show at all? Yeah, definitely by that last show. It's because it's like I, I almost knew that it was the last one and I really wanted to just bring my best look so it's like you're constantly kind of in your head or like comparing like have I made the improvements that I wanted to and then you know you, when you get there and you see all the other girls <laughs> like I think my, my other shows before that I hadn't really looked around but I don't know for some reason that last show I started looking around and yeah kind of panicked a little bit. <laughs> so for those of you to give you a, a little bit of a brief summary, um, we did a check-in, and I was recording on my phone. But I'm, I was recording on my phone. I'm looking at you, and as I, as I was you doing, it, I look at my phone and see just you had one shot, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like that looks fucking good. We've never seen you that before. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm nodding, going, "Yeah, fucking, we're on here. This is good." And I turn it around and show Jade, and Jade, you said something like, "Oh, I look shit," or "I look fucking crap," or whatever. Um, and then you didn't want to go on. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do it. And I was like, uh, I was like, Jade, uh, what? And and I think that maybe just as you said, the the pressure got to you a little mm -hmm. bit. However, you know, you went away and had a wee chat with your mum, came back, and it, it was all it was all good. I was like, Jade, please go on. I was like, I've flown, you know, flown three hours. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please just please go on. Although you don't want to. But that might be something to to note to um to many girls out there that are thinking about doing this, you know, your big inspiration mm-hmm. and motivation for them and for them to maybe just hear that, you know, you feel a bit of the pressure too is mm-hmm. is normal. How do you think you would um how would you change that next time? You know, how would you maybe try and relieve that pressure or what would you do differently to maybe try and not not bring that on? Just not compare myself to to the other girls because at the end of the day someone could be there like standing and you would think oh my god they, they look so much better on me but then get on stage and you know you're there posing beside them they might not be posing as well as you are you know showing their physique as much it's like just don't don't compare yourself to other people because that's just gonna yeah. go downhill no it's easy for you to say that now mm-hmm. see next year when you get in your own head and you're backstage, I'm gonna whip this podcast out. Because I have to play it. <laughs> Fast forward it to the bit that you said that I was like, Jade, just have a listen to you know your own advice. But you're so right. And I think it's <laughs> it's hard not to because we get so consumed by prep, don't we? It becomes yeah. our, our be all end all. And I think the added pressure of going abroad um and amplifies that and intensifies it tenfold. However, I think, that, I think the next time around you'll be okay because you've done it before. Yeah, I think so. I'll know yeah. what to expect a little bit more. Yeah, you could you could plan it a little bit different. Um, yeah. There'll be some bikini girls out there listening to this that maybe just want to compete in the UK and they're beginners, they're at the start of their journey. Do you have just any, if we just maybe talk about advice for them, like three things, three tips you would give any sort of first-timer bikini girls, whether that be competing abroad or in the UK, what would that be? Um, so probably just understanding that prep's more of a mental than physical sort of process. Um, so it's like when those hard thoughts kind of come in, challenge those because that's kind of where your your character's built. Um like-, like it's not that it's not that it's hard, it's it's that it's uncomfortable and it's because you haven't, you know, been in that position before. So the more that you kind of embrace that the easier it's going to be. I've never heard anyone put it that way before. Challenge those thoughts coming in. It's yeah. it's, a great, it's a fucking brilliant way because that maybe you're just articulating something I've never been to articulate in that manner before. Yeah, because it's, it's almost like when you're in the gym and it's like you're pushing for that one more rep. You know, it's like, can I go for another rep? Can I go for another rep? Like, challenge that little voice that's in your head that's like, you can't. Like, just... Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. So we've got one. Number two. Anything else you could think about, whether it be posing, training, bikinis, or whatever? Um, I would say, I'd say, like if it was my, if it was mine, I'd say posing, where people tend to let themselves down mm-hmm. as a first timer, as they don't present their physique the best. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. I was going to say posing, but I was trying to think of like other advice that I haven't really heard on. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it, other. Other sort of podcasts. It's uh, it's it's maybe basic, but it's it's so true. Because yeah. how often have we maybe been sitting there and you see the people come out, and I go, "Fuck, she's the winner," but she's not flaring her lats, or she's not popping her glutes, or she's not switching this on, mm-hmm. and they come second or they come third. And when you go abroad, that's even more intensified because the people that compete are fucking good. Yeah, very very good. Like, let's so yeah, real. as soon as you think you want to compete start posing <laughs> yeah, yeah because see in the uk right 
Now, entering a show in a comp prep is incredibly difficult and incredibly challenging. However, mm-hmm. in, in some regionals, you will see a few competitors on stage that you just go, right, I'll beat them because they're a bit soft or you don't pose well or whatever. And that's not derogatory. That's just knowing how good you are or whatever, right? But when yeah. you go abroad, everybody's good. Yeah. Everyone's good. Everyone's got hand ties in. Everyone poses well. So I think that those fine margins abroad are so... Well, you think they're more, way more important, right? Yeah, it's just the little one percent. It it makes a difference. Exactly. What about number three? Last piece of advice that you give first time or bikini girl, first time we're going abroad. What would it be? Um, just make sure you love the process. Like, make sure you're enjoying the journey. Like, if you if you don't enjoy the routine, the training, like the meals, all that kind of stuff you know you're, you're probably not gonna enjoy your prep and it's going to be harder for you in the long run like coming out of that um because you're gonna you're gonna lose your love for the the training you're not gonna you're you're, you're right 100 right i i think that people can often do it for the wrong reasons it can be yeah. oh i saw you know sheila on instagram and sheila looked really cool and sparkling in her bikini and i want to do that yeah, because it's not it's not all glitz and glam. And you've got to you've got to know your why. Yeah. I think. Believe me, if you saw the glow up that Jade has from from now to stage, or from like <laughs> the Friday to the Sunday, you know, it's incredible. It's a transformation. That's the way it should be for a bikini. Right? I always say mm-hmm. to my bikini girls, like on stage, you should feel like a total babe. You know, you should yeah. feel like I am fucking a million bucks and I am the shit. And it's like that, your alter ego comes out. Yeah, yeah. That confidence is like comes through in your posing if you feel shit hot you feel sexy it's going to show and you'll mm-hmm. pose better and the girls that win pose the best 100 percent, 100 percent. right um one last little thing i think maybe just plug here you did um a couple of the girls mm-hmm. robes um for for stage this year do you want to just talk a little bit about what but what that is because you surprised me last year um our show when you just rocked up with the vw physique uh, yeah robe but yeah so yeah so last year i made my myself a robe um i kind of wanted like a a rhinestone robe and i couldn't find anywhere that necessarily did that it was more like glitter transfers so i just did my own one and then this year um, i had a few requests come in from girls on the team so i've made a few i think that's four four or five now um, and I've made some for, for other competitors as well. So if anyone wants a custom rhinestone robe, um, just give me a DM. Speaking of DMs, where could they get in touch with you with that? Or if they just want to follow you, you know, not that you post much, but, you know, if they want to follow you, where are they going to, where are they going to be able to? Yeah, so just on my Instagram. So it's Jade E. Fraser. So it's Jade with two E's Fraser, I think. That's right. Super. If not, hit, hit up my Instagram and you find Jade as one of my followers. Um, you'll also see Jade's transformation testimonial on the website prepcoachuk.com. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug for myself. But hey, listen, massive thank you for coming on. I think it's been incredibly useful for um, any female or even guy competing abroad, but more so for bikini girls, right? Because mm-hmm. this, is, this is your class and this is what you do. I know mm-hmm. that I can speak for myself when I say, not only myself, sorry, when I say that we all can't fucking wait to see you back on stage because I see your progress every week and it amazes me what you do on a week-to-week basis. 
So for what people are going to see come 2024, it's going to blow blow their mind. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see the see the difference in the loop. It's just going to be mental. I, I still remember like you sending me your photographs the night before two bros. I remember just like forwarding them to Ali, just being like, just like you know, like the emoji that's like the fucking head blown off faces. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, this she looks fucking mental. That's why I was so like, wasn't annoyed. Just yeah, disgruntled the next day when you maybe didn't get the result I thought you deserved. But hey, yeah, I think we wrote those wrongs when we went abroad. Um, but yeah, massive thank you for coming on. Friend no, thank you for having me. Not a problem. Friend out there listening, give you to follow. Watch out for our, our story next year. Wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.